Friday, 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 people, on the number one forum for Crimson Tide football news. Ending that work week correctly, getting into your weekend on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for all things Bama football, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, coming to you from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming to you the show on YouTube. Speaking of a channel, Go ahead right now, give a thumbs up on the show, run those likes up, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have all the all the updates, analysis, and coverage, also commentary on your favorite football program. Along with YouTube, we are streaming to you the show on Facebook and Twitter as well. So all forms of social media got you covered here where the show is concerned as always we're brought to you by we own the fourth quarter.com that is we own the fourth quarter.com if you haven't done so go ahead right now copy that four finger bling necklace four finger bling jewelry showing that support to coach Saban the University of Alabama the student athletes here and the tradition, the pageantry of owning, dominating the fourth quarter. Check them out right now. We own thefourthquarter.com. Got a lot to get to. Got a lot to dive in and talk about today. Very happy, excited to have each and every last one of you tuned in to the show on today. Got to shout out the man Jimmy Clay right now. Jimmy Clay dropping in that $25 with the Super Chats, helping us out here on the donation side of things. As always, the daily go, $75 daily go for the Super Chat. $75 goal right there. So Jimmy Clay helping us out there with that $25 donation. Got to give another shout out to my man, John Ivory in the building, the producer extraordinaire doing his thing behind the ones and twos. And got to give a shout out to you, the passionate, excited Alabama football fan base looking forward to taking your calls today as you as you dial 205-448-1358, the number two. Let your voice be heard. Let your opinion be made known on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358 as we continue to move through Black History Month, the month of February as we speak here. But beginning out, topic number one here, folks, of the conversation for tonight's show. And it goes to uh, Pro Football Focus dropped a list on uh, Thursday. It was the top 10 wide receivers returning to college football for next season. Now, normally when I look at something from Pro Football Focus, the site that dives into the analytics of both college and professional football, there are moments where they, they hit and they are dead on and they are geniuses in some areas. And then there are areas where I look at what PFF put out, puts out and I go, are you serious? You got to be choking me. You got to be kidding me. Did, did you guys really put in actual work with this list or with the information that it put out in the graphics that it, it does? And uh, and it's unveiling of the top 10 receivers returning to college football. John Mechie of Alabama was not mentioned on the list. And uh, an Alabama fan pointed this out to John Mechie on Twitter. And Mechie responds with, duly noted, locked in, I see it, I got him, I got him. Mechie is ready to prove pro football folk is wrong in the upcoming season because he knows here is some added motivation for him to show them, okay, you did not mention me, you did not miss me, you're, you're not taking me seriously as a big-time receiver in college football. Let me show you how I work. Let me show you how I get down. Let me show you that the young man from Canada, I can make it do what it do at the wide receiver position. The Crimson Tide losing two guys, two number one guys to the NFL, that being Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. So John Mechie, an opportunity for him to be the number one receiver for the Crimson Tide and show the world he is big time football in terms of the collegiate game. Now, the 10 guys that PFF did put down on paper as the best returning receivers goes like this. Number one, it's had, it had Chris Olave for Ohio State. I don't know who the Buckeyes will have throwing him the football, seeing as how Justin Fields is off to the NFL, but <laughs> Pro Football Focus has Chris Olave at number one. Number two, it had Olave's running mate, 
for the Buckeyes and Garrett Wilson. Number three, PFF had Justin Ross of Clemson down. Ross did not play at all this past season due to a neck-slash-spine type of injury there, but Pro Football Focus still had Justin Ross on its list. At number four, it had George Pickens out of the University of Georgia. At number five, PFF put down trading on Burks from the Arkansas Razorbacks. Number six, it had Marvin Mims out of the University of Oklahoma. Number seven, it had Ja'Cory Robertson out of Wake Forest. Number eight, it had Khalil Shakir, Khalil Shakir out of Boise State. At number number nine, it had David Bell out of Purdue. And at number 10, rounding things out, it had Ty uh, Farfogo, Ty Farfogo out of Indiana. And uh, of this list, the only one name statistically that put up slightly better numbers in all three categories, receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns than Mechie had was Roberson out of Wake Forest. He had 62 receptions for 926 yards and eight touchdowns. So that was the only option that had better numbers statistically than Mechie, but I don't understand why Mechie was not included in this list. This was a young man that's coming off a national championship. None of these guys on the list with the exception of one, that being Justin Ross, have a national championship to their name. Now, Justin Ross won one for Clemson as a freshman in the 2018 season, the 2019 game. But aside from Ross, none of these other guys have a national championship on their resume. Uh, John Mechie, an SEC champion a season ago, you know, got to the college football playoff, had a huge performance all year. Mechie showed this past season that he can be explosive. Yes, he dropped some passes. Yes, he did not come down with a couple of balls there from Mac Jones. But he will get better in that area. He will grow in that area. He will improve in that area. But even with the drops, this was still somebody who totaled 55 catches for 916 yards, six touchdowns. Had two 100-yard games, one against Texas A&M, where he had a career-high 181 yards and two touchdown catches on five receptions. And then against Tennessee, we all saw Jalen Waddle went down in that game. But right after Jalen Waddle went down, John Mechie did his little thug thizzle. Seven catches for a buck 51. So we have seen moments where Mechie can explode. Mechie can be the number one target. He can go out there and go get it. Then we've seen moments where Mechie is concerned against Georgia this season. He did have a touchdown reception. We have seen moments against Florida where he puts in not just big numbers offensively, but defensively where he blew Trey Dean up. I mean, rocked his skull, rocked his mother, rocked his grill, rocked his world. I mean, Trey Dean is still probably having nightmares in his subconscious about that rocket of a hit he took from Mechie in the SEC title game. Dean fumbled the ball on the play, and Devontae Smith recovered the bag on the play in question. So we have seen moments of dominance offensively from Mechie and also defensively from the young men as well. In the national championship game against Ohio State, he was not 100% healthy, battled a slight injury. Mechie still eight catches for 81 yards. And coming from north of the border, he had the uh, biggest and hardest learning curve coming from Canada because there are different rules in Canada. There's there's different uh, tricks to the trade and playing football in Canada. So coming from the Canadian aspect to the U.S., he uh, coming, to, to, coming to the U.S. from Canada and playing in the southeast region here, you know, he had the biggest learning curve. He had the steepest learning curve, but he was able to adjust. He, he adjusted. He got better. He played well. And like I mentioned, even though he had a few drops here and there, I don't see where a few drops could hinder him from it not being hinder him from being on the list of the top 10 returning receivers to college football. I mean, if you can have Chris Olave, who got shut down in the national championship game against Alabama on the list, if you could have Justin Ross, who did not play a game last year on the list, if you could have George Pickens, who didn't have a statistical numbers that uh, Mechie had on the list, if you could have Traylon Burks and Marvin Mims and 
and, and Khalid Shakir and David Bell and the kid from Indiana. If you could have all of these options on this list, and once again, statistically, all of these options, with the exception of Roberson out of Wake Forest, did not even hit the numbers that John Mechie hit, did not even win a national title, did not even come go to the college football, or not, did not even you know, beat him in the college football playoff with a national championship, then pro football focus, how focused are you really? But we, we, we've seen this happen before, right? When uh, Devontae, when, when Jalen Waddle, excuse me, got hurt against Tennessee, what were the major talking heads saying then? Well, Waddle's hurt. You know, Alabama does not have another explosive, big play, big time, big production wide receiver. And without Waddle, there is no way they can win a national championship. Well, Devontae Smith heard that. His numbers went to the upper echelon in seven of the eight games that Alabama did not have. Well in, seven, well, in six of the seven games, excuse me, but Alabama did not have Waddle on the field. All Smitty did was go for over 100 yards in a couple of those games. He had 200 yards. And even in a national championship matchup where Waddle was on the, on the field, Smitty still with bonkers out there. You know, 12 catches for 215 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Oh, by the way, all of that happened in the first half. He didn't need the second half. All that happened for Smitty in the first half. So we've seen this before. National talking heads felt like, okay, Waddle's hurt. Nobody else can do what he does. We could just put Alabama underneath the rug. Devontae Smith goes, hold my beer. Not so fast. Check me. Watch the drip. See what I do out here on this field. So here is John Mechie after looking at pro football focus saying he is not one of the best 10 returning wide receivers. He's got motivation all spring. He's got motivation all summer. He's got motivation in fall camp. And he will have big motivation in the 2021 campaign, this upcoming campaign in the fall, to prove PFF wrong. But he is that dude, that bad man on the block in college football. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We are just getting you started here on a Friday. I put our return. We entertain your thoughts, your ideas, your questions. The question of the day, which positional group will Alabama have the most true freshmen play at? Which positional group could Bama have the most true freshmen of this signing class play at? We'll take your phone calls. We'll have a dialogue with you right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. We are back in, folks, back in from the break on the number one ticket for Crimson Tide football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, moving you through the offseason before spring ball kicks back up in here. But we're going to go on the phone lines right now to take your calls, 205-448-1358, the number to dial to get your point across, get your opinion be known, voice be heard on the show, 205 448 58 call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. We take our first call of the night. You are live on the show. What's going on? Hey, it's Dominic. Hey, what's happening with you? Oh, nothing much, really. I, I can't believe I'm the first one on the line. That's awesome. I mean, c congratulations to you, man. Congrats to you. Oh, uh, thanks. But, um... Uh, what are your thoughts on the Alabama spring training? 
I think it, I think they're going to find a way to make it happen this year. My hope is that we'll be able to have a spring game, an A-Day game. I know with us being able to have the season and adjust with COVID last year. So hopefully, you know, this spring uh, we can have it to where – Maybe we can we can have it to where we can get a spring game. We can get the media out to look at these practices. So hopefully, with where Coach Saban is concerned, Athletic Director Greg Byrne, we can get some type of um, a day game and uh, for the spring practices that the media can get out there. So I'm uh, I'm hopeful that we can have something to go with spring. Absolutely. But on one last question before I head out, who do you think? will be the do you think Mac Jones could possibly go to um the Atlanta Falcons? I would like to see him do that at the number four pick. I know at first they liked the guy from BYU, Zach Wilson, but Mac Jones has played at the highest level. I want to see him take Mac, have Mac throw the Julio and Calvin Ridley. But we appreciate that call right there starting off the show. I would like to see Mac in Atlanta. We take our next call of the night. You are live on the show. What's going on? Hi, Steven. How you doing tonight? Doing great, man. Fantastic. Can't complain here. Good. I'm calling from the great state of Virginia. And the other night you said you were born in Virginia. What, what city were you born in? Norfolk, military base family. Okay, wow, I'm not far from that. I'm in Richmond, the capital city of, of Virginia. Nice, nice. What's yeah, on your mind big right now? Thing. Yeah, big time thing. I'm calling because uh, this might be a little off topic, but the young man who leaked the video, I don't know if he leaked it or his friends leaked it or, you know, he shared it with somebody and they put it on their account and then et cetera, et cetera. But I was wondering, was he class of 21 or class of 22? And in, and in what position, if you knew? I do not know the young man personally. I don't know what year he would come in. I think our own just, I think Justin Smith, our lead scouting and recruiting analyst, would know. Me personally, I do not. Okay, okay. I was just, I'm just wondering when it all comes down to it, will he end up still, you know, will he come to Alabama or will he have even more fear to come after his video was leaked? That you know, just wondering about that. You know, the it incentive could, for I, him to come. It could be. I mean, I mean, people people have different thoughts about it. Some feel like the young man was wrong because it was a private matter. He should have kept that between he and Coach Saban. But at the same time, it's a new day. It's a new era. I, I guess yeah. he probably felt, you know, this may be the first time, the last time I may get a chance to talk to the coach. So let me take right. some video of it, show my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, so that they, they don't think I'm joking here. So it's it's a catch-22 ordeal to me. I just think it's interesting if he, if you know, if he's one of those that you know is highly recruited or touted, if he ends up coming our way, I'm, I, I, it, it might be pretty hard on him. But you know, that's what our boys want. They want it hard and harder on them because that's why we are who we are and who we've been. So, and we're going to keep rolling for any naysayers out there, like they called the other night, whatever that was. Thank you, Stephen. Keep up the great job. Touchdown, Alabama, all the way. Thank you. Appreciate the call right there. I, I, I think the young man has a shot to maybe still come to the Crimson Tide. I mean, like I said, some people are, were angered by it. Some people felt like it was not his fault because Saban told the truth, didn't say anything crazy. But we got to shout out Jimmy Clay right now who has upgraded to the varsity team of that membership, that TDA roster. And if you want to be a part of a TDA roster, only $2.99 a month. Go, go to YouTube, click join, become a member, only $2.99 a month. You can upgrade that membership as you see fit. But kudos to Jimmy Clay becoming a varsity member of a TDA roster. We take our next call of the night. You are live on the show. What's going on? What's up, Mr. Steven? What's going on? This, this is Roy Ferguson. And listen, I got one, two questions asked. My first question is, I'm trying to find out how do I be able to get my subscribe, my pictures of every all the players, and I've been trying to get it for the last listen to you for the last months and months, and I can't. I at least live in Alabama, 36 miles from there, but I'm in Atlanta, Georgia now. I'm like I said, I'm trying to find out how would I be able to just be subscribed so I can get my pictures and booklets of the players and all and what he what he lived and all that kind of kind of. Now, now in terms of now in terms of the magazine, you can subscribe to our magazine going to touchdownalabama.com. That's the magazine. Now, in terms of just pictures and uh, things of that source for the players, 
I think the university does something on that end. I don't know. I'm not quite sure who would be the primary contact for that. But for our magazine, because we cover Alabama football in depth, go to touchdownalabama.com. You can subscribe right there. Do that, Steven. I just Absolutely. And, and that link that link is in, in, in the description. So go to the, to the description of the YouTube video. That's the link right there. It's in the chat oh, line oh, also. Oh, okay, Steve. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. I enjoy you. And thank God for my first time hearing you. And you be blessed and have a good day and be safe and a road tide road. Absolutely. Appreciate that call right there from appreciate that call right there. We got Dallas Schwartz here. Shouting out Dallas Schwartz, who's just become a member of the TDA roster. Just became a member of that TDA roster, Dallas Schwartz. And once again, people, you want to become a member of the TDA roster. Only $2.99 a month. Just $2.99 a month. You click join on the YouTube page to become a member of the TDA roster. And you can upgrade your membership as you see fit as we provide to you the best and update information on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. Once again, 205-448-1358 is the number for you to call in and let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. But topic of the day and call question of the day is, you know, Alabama has just – Alabama – brought in this amazing recruiting class, the highest graded class on paper of the Nick Saban era. Now, they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to earn their stay. They're going to have to earn their keep to being the greatest to ever do it because that 2017 class was a special class, and it did what it did. I mean, two national championships for that class, a Heisman Trophy winner in that class, and Najee Harris, you know, the number one receiver in that class, and Devontae Smith, the number one quarterback in the nation, and Mac Jones. So that 2017 class did its thing. But 2021 brings in a lot of potential. So the question is, which positional group could we see the most true freshmen play for the Crimson Tide in the upcoming campaign? Which positional unit could we see the most true freshmen at? Now, I'm going to give my opinion later on in the show, but just a thought for you, the fans. Which positional group could we see the most true freshmen at, starting at, out of this 2021 campaign? We take a call right here. You are live on the show. What's going on? My name is Rhonda. I'm from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. How are you today? Doing well, Rhonda, and yourself? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Listen, I'm a Roll Tide girl, big time fan, love the Sabins. Can't beat that group of folks. And this young man, look, he made a mistake releasing the video. I wish he would own up to it. But Coach Saban did nothing wrong. He's a no nonsense guy, you know. Really appreciate what he's done for Alabama. The kids, he's like a father, you know, a mentor. Just want to kind of get your input on it. What you think about it? I like what Coach Saban's done. And like you said, Rhonda, he is a father. He is a mentor to a lot of these young men. I, now, me personally, I would have not have recorded and leaked out the video. But once again, that's just me. We're in a different day and age right now where a lot of these young athletes, they feel like, hey, I'm talking to Nick Saban. I may not ever get this chance again. So let me record this, show everybody in my family, because they may think I'm lying to them. They may think I'd be joking. So I wouldn't have done it, but for the young man, Nick Saban didn't say anything wrong. So it kind of is what it is. That's true. But I just wanted to say God bless that young man. You know, obviously he must have talent for um, coach to talk with him, and people make mistakes. So whoever it is and why ever and whatever reason he did it. I wish him the best of luck. And look, he comes to the tide, roll with us or roll against us. You know what I mean? But I wish the young man the best of luck because obviously he must be a good guy. Absolutely. We appreciate that call coming in from Rhonda out of Muscle Shows, Alabama. Appreciating that call right there. But uh, before we go to break, I actually – I, I, I actually did a video on the uh, 
on the uh, reaction the reaction piece on the leaked recorded video of Nick Saban's recruiting pitch. You can check it out on touch. On, we can check it out on our YouTube channel right there. Uh, the my reaction video to the leaked recruiting pitch there of Coach Saban. But we take a break right now. Upon our return, uh, when we get back, I'm gonna dive into my group of freshmen that need to play and or start contribute in some type of way for the tie to repeat as national champions. We'll talk my top freshmen after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We're moving you into your weekend, folks, on the number one forum for Bama football news. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Super Bowl weekend, I must say, when you got the Buccaneers and the Patriots, Tom, not the Patriots, the Chiefs, my bad, Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes. That'll be a fun game to watch right there on who will win the goat or the baby goat between Mahomes and Brady. But as we're back into the conversation on the number one ticket here for Crimson Tide, football news we get into uh you know my group of freshmen here the freshmen that have to make an impact that have to be able to contribute that must star or, or get on the field in some way shape form or, or capacity to help the crimson tide repeat here as national champions but before we get into that right there gotta shout out jimmy clay again baby jimmy clay another 25 dollar donation we have a super chats from him jimmy clay now putting us at 50 dollars here that daily super chat goes 75 dollar super chat that's the daily go here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And Jimmy's got us at $50, so 25 away there from that daily go of $75. But just getting back into the freshmen, the new faces that, to me, have to be able to contribute or start or make some type of an impact for the Crimson Tide in order for this group to repeat as national champions. We've already seen on the betting lines here, the Superbook or the Super, yeah, the Superbook kind of the betting line there, having Alabama, having Alabama with the highest odds of nine to five to repeat there as champions of college football. But to me, the guys that have to find some type of impact, number one, I go to the offensive line. And with the Crimson Tide replacing three starters, Alex Leatherwood, Landon Dickerson, and Deontay Brown, to me, I feel like Nick Saban would flip Evan Neal from right tackle to left tackle. He would flip Emil Echior from, from right guard to left guard, have all the experience on the left side of the ball, just seeing how you have three right-handed quarterbacks. you got to protect the blind side there. And on the right-hand side of the line, here is where you can plug and play the potential of Tommy Brockermeyer and J.C. Latham, two five-star freshman talented offensive linemen. And whether you choose to put Brockermeyer as an offensive guard and Latham as an offensive tackle or vice versa, somehow these two have got to find a way to break through and be marquee contributors here on this offensive unit with Doug Marone as the first-year offensive line coach coming over from the NFL. How will he and Nick Saban put this thing together remains to be seen. But I think about uh, Alex Netherwood came in from Florida, 
in the 2017 class, played tackle throughout his high school career, but started his collegiate, uh, collegiate career playing offensive guard. The same thing with Evan Neal. He comes in from Florida as a big-time offensive tackle out of IMG Academy, but his first year started off as an offensive guard. So we can see kind of the same uh, unfolding for Tommy Brockemeyer and J.C. Latham. But the right side of that offensive line, as talented as Javion Cohan and Damian George are, and they are, I would really, I really like to see how much of a push can Tommy Brockemeyer and J.C. Latham make as potential starters there on the right side of an offensive line. So that's just the first part right there. The second aspect to me would go to the uh, return game. Kickoff return, punt return. To me, JoJo Earl. JoJo Earl fits this right here. Kick return, punt return. His speed, his elusiveness, his explosiveness, his acceleration, that athletic ability to be evasive, I want to see that in the return game. You lose Jalen Waddle to the NFL. How do you recreate that? How do you bring that essence back to this team and teams in the future? You put JoJo Earl as a punt returner, as a kick returner, and you let that young man go to work. Now, Alabama finalized its coaching staff with the hire of Jay Graham coming over from Tennessee, and Coach Graham did a phenomenal job down there at Florida State running special teams 2013 to 2017. And he was big with Roberto Aguayo as the place kicker. He was big with both of the punters that Florida State had, Case and Beattie and Logan Tyler. But where Graham really excelled at was getting the right return man, and that was Levante Kermit Whitfield. And Whitfield, as a kick returner, the young man was a beast. Over 2,000 kick return yards in his career with the Seminoles and you bring in Coach Graham you put him with Jojo Earl you let these two work well jail well together it could be something really really nice on the field there for the Crimson Tide so for Jojo Earl gotta have him as a return man making that impact on special teams when you look over now at wide receiver after losing two number ones in Smitty and Waddle I look at Christian Leary and Asia Hall now, uh, Dr. Matt Ray, the director of performance science, he put out a graph. He put out a graphic on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and the graphic showed the speed numbers of Leary. And Leary ran as low as 415. 415.40. Picking it up, putting him down, Christian Leary. Literally, Henry Ruggs on steroids. So, just to me right now, it's going to be dangerously hard to keep that type of speed off the field. I know you got John Mechie, and I want to see what he can do in trying to prove pro football broke is wrong, but he is one of the best receivers back in college football. You got to slay Bolden. You got to Xavier Williams. You got different guys at the position, but having 4-1-5 speed Christian Leary, that is tempting. That's going to be really hard to keep that young man off the field because of what he can do in space, what he can do outside, the moves he can put on different defensive backs. If you're trying to give him a lot of cushion, he can take the top off of you. Christian Leary, circle that name at wide receiver. It's going to be dangerously difficult not to put him on the field. And right next to him, I got Asia Hong listed here at six foot three. Physical, big body guy who's got hands. I remember one of our own listeners, Spencer, Spencer Ravley, talked about it. He mentioned, Stephen, we've always had big receivers, but do they have the hands to put with the playmaking ability in terms of the size? Now, I agree with Spencer. You got to have the hands along with the playmaking, you know, big body size right there. And with Asia Hall, I feel like he's got the hands. He can snatch passes out the air, he can go in the middle of traffic, he can run the vertical routes. He He's very uh, uh, immersed in the route tree, but also along with that, very physical blocker to put his hands on guys, spring plays, you know, free up and down the field. So Christian Leary, Aja Hall, my two guys at wide receiver as freshmen there. Going to be hard to keep those two guys off the field and two guys I think that they've got to make an impact. They've got to create some type of contribution here to the room. And then going to the secondary here. 
Here's where the most fun could be had. The Alabama secondary, you lose Patrick Sertan to the NFL draft. Josh Job is good, but Josh Job's spot is not safe. We saw this past season. He's got talent, but still gets called for defensive holding. Still gets called for defensive pass interference. Even had some offsides penalties in the 2020 campaign. So in the at the corner spot, at both corner spots, here is where the entertainment happens because you got your Quincy McKinstry, five-star, you know, Kool-Aid, one of the most one of the most pure athletes to come from this state of Alabama in quite some time. He's going to play football and basketball, but in football, I feel like he's got the ability to come in here and take somebody's spot. Who would it be? Remains to be seen, but he's got that type of, of ability. Then you look at Devontae Smith, not the wide receiver Devontae Smith, the corner Devontae Smith coming out of LaSalle High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's got speed. He's got some physicality. He's got high ball skills. He's got great IQ. You know, he's going to look to come in here and rock somebody's world and grab somebody's spot. Then you look at somebody like a Kadarius Callaway. Yes, he was kind of lower graded as far as the recruiting rankings than you know, a lot of these other guys. But Callaway, to me, you know, uh, tremendous recovery speed out of Philadelphia, Mississippi. He could initially get burned on a play, but his speed to catch back up and still play the football and still defend at the highest level and still check these wide receivers, want to see what Callaway can do. And then last but not least, Kyrie Jackson, the Juco, six foot four. That type of height, that type of build, that type of physicality, I want to see that on the field. Alabama has never had a six foot four inch corner, six foot four inch defensive back. So how will he factor into all of this? So to me, I feel like Alabama would be good at safety, whether it's Jordan Battle and DeMarco Helms back there or Jordan Battle and uh, Brian Branch back there. Daniel Wright has talent, but uh, way too inconsistent for me. Has he cleaned it up or will he be able to clean it up? That remains to be seen on his end. At the star position, I like Malachi more there, but he could even possibly he could even possibly put push for being an outside corner in an outside corner role. So a lot of moving parts here in this defensive secondary, but just those four guys, Kool-Aid, uh, Devontae Smith, Kadarius Callaway, and Kyrie Jackson, they're gonna push here for that starting spot there at one at those cornerback positions for the Crimson Tide. But that's just me diving into, you know, the, the guys from this 2021 class that I feel like got to make an impact, got to carve out a role for themselves in making that contribution here to this team trying to repeat as national champions. We take our next break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. Upon our return, we get back to the phone lines. We get back to our dialogue, our conversation with you, the Tide fans base after this don't touch that dial call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on in my own words with stephen m smith brought to you by we own the fourth quarter visit we own the fourth quarter.com now to get your four finger bling necklace You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw the foes up, but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. 
All right, folks, we're back into the action here, people, on a Friday. Hottest show on the streets, number one forum for Bama football information. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And before we jump back into the phone lines, got some super chats to get to right now. First and foremost, Spencer Revley donating that $5. We have a super chest. Appreciate Spencer Revley. And how about Randy Harris not being outdone? He has $5 to his own right that he has talked into the TDA hats. We appreciate Spencer and Randy Harris doing their thing, helping us out here on the show. And uh, got to remind you guys of MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag, latest sponsor of the Touchdown Alabama Magazine. So you got the skills to pay the bills. You got what it takes. You feel fortunate. You feel like you know what you're doing in terms of wagering your money on the Crimson Tide. Check out our guys here at MyBookie.ag. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie.ag. And when you do make the right play and sign up, use the promo code TDAlabama to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. Can't beat that with the stick. Get that deposit matched halfway, all the way up to a thousand bucks. MyBookie.ag. Check them out right now. Use the promo code TD Alabama. But we return to the phone lines right now to take your calls. 205 448 1358. That's the number to dial to let your voice be heard on the show. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. We take a call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on? Live on the show, Carla. What's going on? Well, we, we, we lost that call, unfortunately. We take our next call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Man, I'm doing well. How, how you feeling? All right, this is Joe from Flow, man. How you doing? Man, Joe from Flow, man. Good, 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 good old Flow, Joe. <laughs> Joe, what's going on? <laughs> Not a whole lot, man. Uh, I just came across the podcast anyway, but uh, you know, I want to talk about Auburn. Can I talk about Auburn on your on your podcast? You know what? Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, man. Uh, well, you know, I predicted four or five years ago to y'all that Gus was gonna get run out the door. You know, I knew it. Eventually, I hate it took him as long as it did, and you know, Harsh is getting a lot of heat for the recruiting class. But I think for a guy coming in like that, I think he did a decent job, and I think he's gonna do a good job. And then, secondly. I want to say I'm glad Auburn did the most un-Auburn thing they could do. I'm so glad it did not walk Will Muschamp to the podium. Amen. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Joe, I, so Joe, I, I, I got to ask you one question here. So I have a family member that's an Auburn fan, family, family that's a diehard Auburn fan. So this family member wanted Auburn to go with um, Kevin Steele as the head coach. Were you happy – that Auburn did not make that move to get Kevin Steele? I have to be honest. I, I was happy Auburn didn't uh, hire Kevin Steele because I, this is the thing. If you're going to – it's bad. I mean, then you talk before. It's bad, you know, bad as I want to go. I don't feel like if you're going to pull that type of move, you have to take a swing. Okay? And I think sometimes it's, it's risky to business. I mean, you, you, you can't be afraid to take a swing and miss. And I think – I mean, just think about this, Stephen. We plucked Boise State's head coach, and he's coaching at Auburn. Just think about that for one second. Okay? So, where it may seem unconventional or unconventional to some, to me, I think it was a win. Um, I think, you know, the team that he's going to put on the field, I, I think he's going to do a good job with the team. I'm, I'm excited to see how they look off the bat. Kevin Steele, now, I, I just think that Auburn, Auburn has to value the program better. And I don't think they could have did better than what they did. They probably could have done better, but the only better they could have done was Bob Stoops. You know? Good you know point there, Joe. Appreciate it. Good point there. Joe from Flo calling in with the uh, with, with the news there, with the information there on on Auburn. Hopefully, I mean, they, they, I mean they, they got the guy from Boise State, so hopefully he pans out for them. We appreciate Joe there for that call. Got to shout out Jimmy Clay again, that $15 donation via the Super Chats. And I believe, folks, we've hit that daily goal. I think we've hit we've hit the daily goal. We got the nine from John Ivory. We hit the daily goal, seventy-five dollars. Jimmy Clay carrying that thing on his back. Now he had help. He had help from Spencer Redley. He had help from Randy Harris. But Jimmy Clay doing that heavy lifting again, helping us out here where the show and the daily super chat goal is concerned. But 
As always, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358. That is the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. Before we get back into the phone into the phone lines right now, we got an interesting topic here. A Shaheem Carter, former Alabama defensive back Shaheem Carter, who played from 2016 to 2019 for the Crimson Tide, a national champion in 2017, two-time SEC champion in 2016 and 18. He was not selected through seven rounds of a 2020 NFL draft. However, he did get picked up by the New York Jets as an undrafted rookie free agent. However, things just did not work out well for Shaheem in the NFL, so he has returned to Alabama to be a graduate assistant on Saban's coaching staff. Very happy here for Shaheem, a guy that played the position, knows what Coach Saban wants to see, and knows what Coach Saban wants to have done. So big, big kudos there to Shaheem Carter. But we take a call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, Stephen, how you doing this evening? This is Clark. How are we doing, Carter? What's going on? My bad. Uh, Clark, well, what's going on? Uh, let's see. Well, after kind of running through a little bit of the best recruiting class of all time, thank you. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really do see uh, JoJo World on punt returns and Christian Leary on kickoffs. I mean, yeah, you just you see the straight line speed of Leary, but JoJo World, good Lord, he'll make five people miss without even hardly breaking stride. So, I don't I know. Like I, that. I think. Uh, I like that. I mean, that, 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 that's just kind of what I've seen, about, from, at least from the highlights that I've seen. But uh, Tommy, Brocker, Tommy Brockemeyer and uh, J.C. Latham, uh, you have those two bookends for the next three years. Bryce Young and I don't have to worry about a thing. I mean, you, you, you get those two guys blocking for you, protecting for you. They're both six foot six and taller. You got some good, good things to come here with Brockemeyer and J.C. Latham. But my man Clark, appreciate the call, man. Yes, sir. I'll tune in again soon. Have a good one, brother. Absolutely. Appreciate that call. They're coming from Clark. But to wrap up the topic here, folks, Shaheem Carter played at Alabama 2016-19, to won a national championship, two-time SEC champion, back as a graduate assistant to help in the secondary. He joins Javier Arenas, who's a graduate assistant, who's a graduate assistant already for these DBs. So you can never have too much help. You can never have too much help. And with Carter in here and Javier Arenas in here. I expect the secondary to go above and beyond starting off this season for years to come here. But no kudos to Shaheem getting the opportunity to be a grad assistant. We take our final break here on the show upon our return. We get into everybody's favorite conversation. Who wins the quarterback job between Paul Tyson and Bryce Young. Who takes it between Young and Paul Tyson? We get to everybody's favorite meal, the quarterback competition, right after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies when you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection. Go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. 
As we're back into the action here, folks, from the break on a Friday, hottest show on the streets, in my own words, bringing you the Bama football news before we get into everybody's favorite conversation because we all have quarterbacks. Got to remind you, though, TDAware.com. That's TDA, TDAware.com. And the reason why, so – for all of you Alabama fans still overjoyed with the Tides National Championship, check out our championship collection merch. Grab you an 18 of them things, folk, T-shirt, hoodie, or sweatshirt, as well as our guy 18, we do shirts, designs, which features all 18 championship years in the back. You head over to TDAware.com, that's TDAware.com right now, and go to the championship collection tab and get you some merch. Get you those shirts right now, those TDA shirts, those TDA shirts right now, uh, help, helping us out there and those shirts. Showing that support to Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at TDA. Also, got to shout out my man P. Steins. P. Steins donating that $5.99 via the Super Chest. Appreciate you. Well, appreciate you, P. Steins, donating that $4.99 via the Super Chats there at P. Steins, helping us out here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now, after talking about the t shirts there, we get into the quarterback conversation here. Everybody's favorite topic, who wins the quarterback race? Who wins the quarterback battle between Paul Tyson and Bryce Young? Now, of course, Jalen Milrow is in the room as well. You don't want to sleep on Jalen Milrow. You don't want to second-guess Jalen Milrow. But right now, the two big names in the room that if you ask this question or you address this question, the two big names people can always go to, Bryce Young and Paul Tyson. So who Wins the job between these two? Well, before I give you my opinion on who wins the job, let's break down these two. Let's size them up first. Let's size them up. So, Bryce Young, first and foremost, the young man back for his sophomore year, second season with the program, at six feet, 194 pounds, out of the prestigious modern day high school in Santa Ana, California. Young had a tremendous high school career we all have we all saw it 13 over 13,000 passing yards 178 total touchdowns grabbed every single high school award imaginable five-star prospect and when he came in a lot of people felt like he is going to be even better way better than Tua Tagovailoa. and of course you know Bryce did not have the fortune of having a spring in the, the, the 2020 campaign he can thank the coronavirus for that didn't have a chance to have a spring did not have your average summer workout did not have your typical fall camp so Bryce had to go through a little trial by fire last year did not look comfortable at times, but that's what happens when you don't have a spring football season. However, he did have a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith in Alabama's matchup against Kentucky. But there's Bryce Young. When you look at Paul Tyson, Paul Tyson, who is 6'5", 230 pounds plus. Paul Tyson, a four-star from Hewitt Trustville High School here in Alabama. Tyson, of whom threw for more than 6,500 passing yards in his career in high school. 69 touchdowns, 13 picks, was 19-5 as a starter for the Huskies. And here is an individual that, yes, he is the great-grandson of Paul Bear Bryant, but a guy that can really spin the magic bean, a guy that can really spin the pigskin, a guy that can really play football and play the quarterback position. So, we look at these two. Who gives you the better option? Who gives you the better situation? Who gives you the better outcome at this position with Bill O'Brien as the new offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach? To me, I'm going to go Paul Tyson. I'm going to roll the dice here and go Paul Tyson to me. And the reason why I'm going to go Paul Tyson here is Bryce, there were moments where Bryce looked a bit uncomfortable, and by uncomfortable, wasn't quite sure where he wanted to go to with the football, wasn't quite sure what read he wanted to make, wasn't quite sure in the process that he was going through. So when you're not quite sure 
And then um, you got a guy in a Paul Tyson that's entering his third year in the program who is sure, who, who is sure, not just of what he wants to do with the football, but he is sure of that entire playbook, of that entire scheme, of that entire system, if you will. And uh, this is somebody in Coach Saban that has proven I can take any quarterback and win with any quarterback. I mean, we saw this with Greg McElroy. We saw this with A.J. McCarron. We saw this with Jacob Coker. We saw this with Tua Tagovailoa, with a combination of Tua and Jalen Hurts. We even saw this with the Mac Jones, of whom many people doubted and criticized prior to the season. And all we saw was Mac fill the stat sheet up, made sure everybody else got theirs, you know, become a Heisman finalist, took the team, and win a national championship with that team. And when you look at Paul, Paul is Mac 2.0. He's bigger than Mac. I think he's got a bit more of a livelier arm than Mac has. And when you talk to players, they are fully confident in Paul. They know what Paul brings to this table. They, they, they see the accuracy. They see the precision. They see the ball placement. They see the touch. They, they see his ability to process information quick, fast, get it out, let the playmakers do their thing on the outside there, that being the wide receiver. So to me, Paul's uh, Paul's. Uh, Physical body, the height to me, the ability to consistently see over that line because with Bryce size, you have to wonder, can he effectively see over that line of scrimmage? Because there are going to be some moments where he may not be able to roll out of that pocket. He's going to have to be able to sit in that pocket and see downfield. And where that size is concerned, you have to question, is he going to be able to see over that line of scrimmage? Because he's got some skyscrapers being an offensive lineman when you got 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", big dudes up front trying to block for you, it can be a problem trying to see over those guys. Paul Tyson, he's got the height there at 6'5", 230 plus. So he's going to be able to see the, over the offensive lineman, he's going to be able to see the entire field. I mean, not, and then along with that, his ability to process the information, process the calls coming in here, getting that ball out quick to those guys in space, stretching that ball down the field. He's got the arm strength, but he's got the accuracy. He's got the precision. He's got the placement. I go back to a conversation that I had with the likes of uh, – my man Rudy Griffin, prior to him being the head coach of Bessemer City School, Bessemer City High School, he was the defensive coordinator at Hewitt Trustfield. So he competed against Paul. And Coach Griffin, you know, told me, Stephen, when Paul gets his shot, he is not going to come off of it. He is not going to turn it loose. He is not going to let it go. All Paul needs is one shot at this thing. You get this brother one shot at it, I'm telling you, it is game over. And this comes from a, from a guy in Rudy Griffin who played at Alabama as a defensive lineman. Once again, defensive coordinator at Hewitt Trustville. He competed against Paul, and Paul carved up. Those defenses out there at Hewitt Trustville High School. So, looking at that, and of course, a conversation I go back to with one Bobby Humphrey, former Alabama running back, who was one of the first guys that got a chance to work with Tyson. He said, Stephen, in all my time of being around quarterbacks and seeing guys, I've never seen a quarterback as accurate as Paul Tyson coming out of high school. The way he threw the ball, Steven, it was like receivers didn't have to break stride, they didn't have to stop, they didn't have to overadjust, they didn't have to overly contort. He put the ball perfectly in the bread basket every single time. His name doesn't have the cachet that maybe a Bryce Shaw or maybe a Jalen Milrose name has. Has, but watch Paul Tyson. To me, I think he wins this job out. He's got the size. He's got the heart of the room. He's got the ear of that room. He's got the ball placement. He's got the accuracy. He's got what it takes to continue this national championship run 
for Coach Saban with the Crimson Tide is concerned. But as always, Tide Nation, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage here on your favorite program. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you've got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you covered here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. Got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll return on Monday, continuing the conversation that is Bama football. Now, Tide fans, here's what you can do here. Here's what you can do. You can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. Now, if you want a copy of the print magazine, if you want a copy of the print magazine coming soon, here's what you do. You go to touchdownalabama.com, subscribe, $7.95 a month. $7.95 a month, get that subscription. You can get that copy of the print edition of Touchdown Alabama Magazine that's coming soon. That link will be in the description as well. Also, the four finger bling necklaces from weownthefourthquarter.com. That's weownthefourthquarter.com. That link in the description in the description also. You can copy that four finger bling jewelry right there. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate, value those husbands. Children continue to do the right things, the legitimate thing. That's the weekends here, baby, to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. Till next time, folks. Spending my own words.